Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I'm a woman living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower businesswomen to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we're going to talk about the biggest lessons learned from 2020 and what we can take with us into 2021 with our business. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Melissa Barker, and I'm a business coach and consultant that really specializes in helping women entrepreneurs master marketing, sales, and scale with total confidence. So for today's episode, I actually crowdsourced the information that I'm going to be sharing with you. And if you are not currently a member of my Facebook group called Empowered Women Entrepreneurs, definitely check out the show notes and join today. So any woman business owner anywhere in the world can join us. And so what I asked was simple. I asked the members of this group, what were their biggest takeaways and business lessons from 2020 that they can take into the next year or that they would give as advice. And what they said was 100% on point. So I'm actually going to be sharing with you some insights from a variety of different members within the group. So the number one takeaway, and I would actually agree that this is probably the most important that anyone mentioned, is to get your business systems in place. You know, this was a huge takeaway for many people that, you know, if even if your business, you think of it as just a hobby, you really want to build a foundation that allows you to scale quickly. I know a number of folks that had started doing some quote freelance work, right? I'd never liked the term freelance personally. I always say consulting because it really commands a different level of respect from your client. But regardless of what you call it, if you have a side hustle or hobby that you are turning into a business, you really want to make sure that you get your systems in place, that you have information all set up, you know, you're collecting emails, you have good systems when it comes to bookkeeping and accounting and all of those pieces to make it a business that is scalable. The second takeaway was small numbers are normal at the beginning. Don't get discouraged. And so I heard this from a number of clients actually was that, you know, they expected this blowout success the moment that they started their new business and they thought they would get thousands of followers right away, right? And have these really grand launches out of the gate. And the reality is that they did eventually get to that point and there was success that happened over time, but it's really important that you set realistic expectations, especially around your first launch of anything. Whenever you pivot, whenever you share a new service, you know, having expectations that are in line with your current following and the background and how long you've been in business is really important so that you don't get discouraged and give up before you've even started. You know, and one one gal that I worked with in particular mentioned that, you know, it was really critical for her to get over that initial hump and not give up immediately to realize that metrics that are important early on will shift as time goes on, right? So early on, you may call uh, impressions your, one of your biggest metrics or that being a really strong indicator of how successful your content is performing. But as time goes on, things like engagement should have a higher priority in your mind simply because you'll have more of a following, right? And so we need to figure out what are the metrics that matter and what is considered a win early on so that we don't discourage ourselves. Number three is jump before you are ready. And wow, did I hear this echoed across every business, right? Especially in times of 
you know, massive transition during a pandemic, people need to pivot quickly, you need to move and you need to be agile and you need to be responsive. And, you know, the reality is a lot of times in business, you do jump before you're ready. It's very, very unlikely that you will have the luxury to build out, you know, the perfect plan before you ever go to market and launch, right? And sometimes there is power in actually launching something before it's fully baked. And I often say I actually sell things before I build them. And of course, I have been in my profession for a while, so yes, I could sell a course or I could sell some material and then build it after it is purchased. I don't necessarily recommend that if you are a brand new business owner, but if you know your stuff, don't be afraid to sell something before you build it. And I think that that's really the message here about this jump before you're ready when it comes to business. Number four, don't wait to invest in your business. So if you're serious about pivoting or launching something new, and you are really uncomfortable with a certain aspect of it, whether it is the accounting piece, whether it's the marketing strategy, the sales strategy, whatever that may be. If there's an area of business that really scares you and you notice that it is preventing you from moving forward, this is the time when it's worth it to invest in that professional help because this will set you up for success in a number of ways. Not only will it speed up the process, but it will also ensure that you have a foundation that you can trust rather than wasting both time and money in launching something and going to market before you really have you know, the core foundation built. So being really thoughtful and definitely investing in your business in areas that scare you or that you know that you don't have the skill set in. And next here is create offerings that you wish you had. I love this takeaway and I could not agree more. It's so important that when we create something, that we don't just create for the sake of creating, that we really see a need or a gap. And oftentimes the best products, the best services that we create are things that we need and we can't find, right? Some of the best businesses have been built this way in seeing the gap, building it actually for yourself, and then making that something that you can go to market. Now, of course, you are not always going to be the target audience for what you are creating, but in some cases you are. So really create offerings that either you wish you had or you see that there is a genuine gap around. This next business lesson I absolutely love, which is be kind and be an ally. Become a trusted friend in business. You know, and I have a number of clients who mentioned this, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, there were some really smart entrepreneurs that focused on doing things for free and helping their community. Now, of course, they only did this up to a point, right? So they did not continue giving past what they were able to or to a point where they were actually diminishing their business. I had one client in particular who told me that, you know, at the beginning, she was actually offering free website analysis for any business owners who may not be able to afford it, but still wanted to revise their website. And then she ended up getting amazing reviews on Facebook and Google. And it was this small act of kindness that really strengthened her credibility as a web designer and within the community. And you know, these are the kinds of lessons that are really important, especially in times of crisis, right? When we're looking at these massive upheavals, if you will, and really trying to figure out, you know, where do we go now? And the last piece here, is important, <laughs> which is measure, 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 
right? And this is something I often talk about in nearly probably every presentation I've ever given, every blog post I've ever written. There's always a piece about measurement, right? And it's so important, even when you are pivoting, even when you are moving quickly, that you take time at the end of each month to look at your, not only like your revenue, your gross income, all those numbers, but also look at your marketing metrics. Did you gain new followers? Are you getting good impressions? Are you increasing engagement? Right? And really looking at those numbers so that you can assess when you move quickly, when you pivot, when you launch, was it worth it? Does it work? Right? And taking an element of curiosity to those numbers is so critically important because something I often talk about as well, especially in seminars I've done around social media marketing, is that you really want to approach everything with a, a sense of curiosity. Right? Rather than looking at numbers and being afraid of them because you don't want them to say you didn't perform well, taking that little bit of curiosity and making it a game, saying, okay, what levers can I pull to change this the next time around? How can I make this better? Right? What didn't resonate so I don't do it again? Right? And that information is so incredibly valuable and people are so scared to look at their numbers, but the numbers are the most powerful tool that you have. And I will tell you, especially as a small business owner, that if you get comfortable with looking at your numbers and doing that monthly reporting, you are gonna set yourself so far ahead of the competition because most people are too afraid to even start tracking and they see it as this extra thing that they don't wanna do or they don't have time for. But let me tell you, if there's one thing you make time for every month, it's setting aside 30 minutes, maybe an hour, to look at your numbers and to not just look at them, right? Because we can't hold all those numbers in our mind, but actually report on them. Write them down in a system that works for you because those numbers are going to help show you when the pivot worked and when it didn't. And then you can continue in a way that is methodical and that is based in data. So that are some of the best lessons I really took away and that my community shared with me in terms of lessons learned. And I'll do a quick review here, which is number one, get your business systems in place. Number two, small numbers are normal at the beginning, so don't get discouraged. Number three, jump before you're ready. Number four, don't wait to invest in your business. Number five, create offerings that you wish you had or you see a gap for. Number six is be kind, be an ally. And then number seven is measure, right? So those are, I think, the seven probably most important takeaways, if anything, that you can gather from this year and really move into 2021 and build a strong plan, build that foundation for yourself, invest, launch, and do it with confidence, right? Because at the end of the day, after you're able to measure everything and really see what works, what didn't, you can always adapt. Now, I don't recommend actually making a year-long marketing plan for yourself, especially if you're in a small business that you may pivot quite a bit. I recommend looking at things in a quarter, right? So start with the first quarter, set up your next three launches or what you plan to market or change or offer, build out those plans, and then measure each month, look at the quarter before building out the following quarter plan. So we'll actually make that number eight. <laughs> the takeaway is don't make a year long marketing and sales plan, you know, start at a quarter at a time. And if you feel ambitious, you can plant some seeds, you know, write out some ideas for the future months or quarters, but really go a quarter at a time. So we'll make that your number eight takeaway. And so with that, 
Until next year, or rather two weeks from now, (laughs) you badass ladies keep moving and shaking and check back on the second and fourth Tuesday at 9am for another episode of Women Rise.